What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. The huge surge in retail sales this morning doesn't not make sense. It makes perfect sense, if that makes sense. This is just not going to be like the past decade or so. It's very different. The post-crisis era in markets and the economy could be summed up in one phrase, risk on, risk off. Risk was on when either the data was strong or the Fed was stepping up with monetary support. Risk was off when those things weren't happening. It was really pretty simple. It's not like that now because of inflation. The post-pandemic inflation we're seeing now is not so much a fluid development as a stubborn fact spoiling the old way of doing things. It's not really related to the business cycle so much as it is manifesting itself month by month as the fruition of the Fed's nearly $5 trillion in stimulus plus roughly $5 trillion in government support. It was largely set in motion two years ago. It's like a freight train steaming in from stage left and spoiling the play. You can't really do risk on risk off when you have to fight inflation. You have to decide, if you're the Fed, which problem you are primarily trying to solve. If it's inflation, you have to throw all your weight into that and that alone. You're trying to turn around a freight train or throw it into reverse. It may require at least as much effort on the way out as it did on the way in. If you're trying to push that train back, you can't stop to worry about a quarter here and there of patchy growth. You can't say, you know what, consumer sentiment tanked last month, let's scrap the rate hike we were planning. You're either turning the train around or you're not. If you're not, the inflation problem will just get more entrenched. Remember, the decisions the Fed is making today or next month will show up in the data a year or two from now. They back off now because they're spooked by weak economic reports or the markets, and inflation in two years could be 4.5% instead of 3%. That's the nature of the gamble. What it means for markets is having to get used to living with both strong and weak data at the same time. Strong seems to be anything reflecting the nominal strength of the economy. Retail sales? Strong. They weren't just up for the month. January sales were up 13% from a year earlier. Watch the annual figures. They're a better reflection than the monthly gyrations of what's going on in the economy right now. And yes, a large portion of that increase is inflation. That's exactly the point. There's a nominal boom going on right now. Weak is anything related to sentiment. Consumers are unhappy. Their sentiment tanked to an 11-year low earlier this month. Why? Their earnings power is dropping. Inflation is outstripping wage gains. Real hourly compensation has been negative since the end of 2020. In the past, this would have been categorized as risk off data. But this time, can the Fed stop its plans to raise rates? Doubtful. If anything, the data speaks to the urgent need to slow inflation, meaning more tightening. Suddenly, weak sentiment data is hawkish, which is new. Someone will come up with a pithy new phrase to describe this trading and macro environment, and boy, do we need it. The bottom line right now is don't expect the Fed to rescue markets. It can't really afford to anymore. Don't expect a dovish reaction to certain weak data. If anything, some weak data is now hawkish. Don't worry about the monthly report wiggles. There is a huge nominal demand boom taking place right now, one that risks getting even more out of hand if it isn't reined in. I know many investors still think this problem will resolve itself. I'm just not sure the Fed sees it that way. 
Thanks for listening and be sure to follow the Exchange podcast and catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern only on CNBC. See you then. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.